Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Fahey, your host, as ever with me, an absolutely gorgeous young man, master of hyperversion, the prettiest boy under the sun, my North Star, Aww. Aaron Joseph Peter. Look to me in your time of need. You know I will. Whenever you're lost, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. turn over a stone, mm-hmm. split a branch. Yeah. You know, uh, lift up the toilet seat. I'm there. Yeah. You're there. I'm right there. Oh, oh, yeah. When I open my mail and there's a mug with some <laughs> fucked up shit you said. <laughs> Everywhere you look. Uh, hi, John. Hi. How are you? It's I'm, You know I'm great. Oh, you I know you're great. great. You look good. Yeah, I yeah. look like fucking shit. You smell good, though. But you already are doing the hot guy thing. That's already my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so what yeah. am we I going to do? All need to you got to be the slob. I got to be the sewer water. Yeah. 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 But like, that's like you. That's you. That's, your, that's me. That's you what I did. You the market yeah, yeah, yeah. on human sludge. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You're the best of the worst. Very Thank nice. you. And the, the the equator between us, yes. to your right, my left, mm-hmm. Dr. Matt Brousseau, LSD. Hi. Straddling the line between uh. trash and divinity. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's a hard line. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Rock hard line. It's tough. Well, mm. it's a thin line. It's a, mm. But it's hard. You know what I mean? It's a fat white line. It's a fat mm. white line. Yeah. yeah. It's bumpy, um, too. Yeah. You got to chop uh, it up. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you got to chop it up, yeah, and you got to chop it fine. Um, I'll drink to that. I uh, want to say uh, shout out to my buddy Joe and his beautiful wife Jesse. Yeah, hey, and Joe. their tiny son Wilson. Uh, they just got a new puppy named Chopper. Oh, that's wonderful! That's pretty good. I'm not saying profiles are responsible for reminding him of the dog's name, Fucking dog. but it couldn't couldn't have hurt. No, no, you know, just just keep that dog away from Bodil Uensen. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, or don't, or don't. She loved animals, and they loved her until the well. <laughs> you loved Elliot, yes, yeah. I did, yeah. and he loved you. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a throwback to an immediate episode, guys. Um, also, I want to say a shout-out to Jesse's brother-in-law, Brian Flink. I was very flattered to find out he loves the show. Mm-hmm. That was very sweet. Shout-out to Brian in uh, the tri-state area, New Jersey, wow. New York, etc. Um, I love you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's really cool. It's really cool finding out that people that I, I you know haven't seen in a long time yeah. are into the show. Or, like, you know, Nick's fucking friend yeah. that was like, hey, I heard you, like, Shout- shouted out on this uh-huh. show I listened to. It's really cool when there's just, like, these third-hand, you know, connections and stuff. Really, really neat. Connection. <laughs> um, we just uh, we took a week off because Matt was out of town, uh-huh. and we released another Patreon preview, which was Aaron Explains It All, The Terminator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we recorded that back-to-back with Terminator 2. That's exactly right. Which you can get all, now, 40-something episodes? Yeah. There's 40 Patreon episodes? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wh- what a deal for mm-hmm. you people. If you throw out five bucks mm-hmm. a month, you can get access to all those. Um, so go many back, good ones. Catch up on all the extra shit. Um, I started doing, uh, I thought this was funny. Uh, with yes. Aaron, uh, my, my friend Karen in Chicago shouted that episode out. She was like... 
She's like, I really learned a lot about you and Aaron listening to that. Yeah, it was very, very nice. That's great. Um, she didn't say anything about you, Matt. No, I, you're, I, I liked your episode better. <laughs> well, yeah, we also released Matt's at like three in the morning. Oh, right. it was kind oh of, yeah, yeah. Like a psycho I'm release. Sorry. There we <laughs> oh, go. What, what? Um, That's for the true freaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the deep freaks. Deep, huh? deep freaks. Oh, no. Notification. Thank God I've been waiting for days. <laughs> um... But yeah, subscribe to the Patreon. Grab yourself a piss shirt. Yeah. Um, grab yourself a Ramones logo shirt. We still have those. We still have I Freak at the Teak Do You shirts. Um, I wore that the other day to the gym. Yes. And I got some looks. I bet you Ooh. did. I was feeling real tiki in it. Oh, nice. God, that's so good. So hot. I just sweating it. Oh, you worked out. I was out. freaking in my Pump, teak. Pumping that iron. Yeah. Talking about gay sex openly. Oh, openly. Th- that gym is the gay gym. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I, yeah. I even... Um, it's such it's a great porny font to that yeah. Joe ba- put on it. Ba- oh, uh, uh, Freak at the Teak. The, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so porny. It's so, it's so gross. porny Yeah. Um... I do go to a very gay gym. That's excellent. Yeah, and actually, uh, your mom's house podcast mentioned it in, in when they had um, they had the Try It Out guy on their show. Oh, yeah, they yeah, called yeah, yeah. They mentioned that they used to go to that gym. They, no called, shit. they called it the Bear Gym. The big That's gay so bear gym. funny. It's so. It's but like, also Zach from Rage is there. Yeah, Zach Whoa. from Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, uh, John Cho. Is he doing cool shit? Like cool gay shit? I haven't. Oh, oh yeah, he's getting buff fucked in the shower. Go so with him now. Yeah. <laughs> That's come, great. Come at me now. Come tell come me, bro. bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times in the showers there for sure. Um, that's really cool. I like the idea of you getting hit on by dudes wearing yeah. t-shirt Varsha. Oh, big time. Yeah, I mean, it makes me feel really good. Makes me gets me a little Aww. yeah workable softy Aww. thinking about it. I yeah, I can see from here. I think. Wow, that's working. Uh, I that's, wa- that's working. I, oh, speaking of that, there was uh, this thing I saw about um, <laughs> <laughs> gay dudes in jail, um, and it was there's like no women there. It was uh, there's no women there. There's a. Uh, it was like a vice thing connected to the Marshall Project, you know, which is about incarcerated people and stuff. And like, of course, that is like you know, absolute travesty in American justice is like. There's a million people locked up, and it's insane, you know. Oh, it's it's completely three insane. three million four yeah. million like one percent the highest of the population percentage of any population in history incarcerated is currently the United States prison population. Right. Yeah, more black men in jail now than ever were slaves. Yeah, absolutely insane. Uh, there was this article that was like, I started a gay gang in prison to fight neo Nazis. Oh my god, and um. It was like there Did was they spell it like G A Y N G? Are they, they a call, gang? They call, they call them. Uh, they call them the, the. They call themselves the Rainbow Warriors, or they they were called the Rainbow Warriors mm. by the neo Nazis, etc. Um, but this guy's like, I started this gang because like, you know, I I kept my head down and like, you know, other people want me to protect them, but I thought they were just using me, you know, like for protection. They'd be like, I want to fuck you, and I'd be like, I don't know, dude, and then like. <laughs> This one dude was like, hey, I want to hang out, and he was really sweet, but I was like, oh, no, you're using me, and I wouldn't protect him, and then, like, these dudes were like, hey, we want to meet you in the showers, and he went for some reason, (laughs) and he got murdered, and uh, this guy was like, I couldn't believe this happened to this, like, you know, wonderful, sweet boy, and, like, then I started this gang, and um, it was like, all right, nobody goes alone into here, and now we have this gang that, you know, will fight Nazis that jump us or whatever. And then, like, all the way buried, you know, the lead buried at the end is, like, he's, like, in jail for, like, 
fucking with a minor under 16. <laughs> and I'm like, Vice is passing this off as if this guy's is like a this, hero. Yeah. protector yeah. hero. And I'm like, is this a gang or just a harem of men under your fucking yeah. iron I mean, yeah. fist? If you're lucky, yeah. if you're lucky, it's both. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I was just like, how are you not going to mention that he's a fucking sex offender? You know, I don't know. You're just like painting because like, it's clickbait. Yes, of course. Well, yeah. And you're the like, title's the best part. The yeah. title is the best part. I started a gay gang to fight neo Nazis. That's the deal. But it was like all the way at the end. It's like, oh, what? I'm I'm rooting for the fucking pedophile pervert now. Like, come on. It's clickbait about a guy who fucked jailbait. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Lion sinker. I was just like, oh, man, the internet is such a fucking mess. The There's worst. so much shit that's like predicated on you not finishing an article. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the presidency. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, but that's it's always so, been. it's so humiliating. Like all the way at the very end, he's like, oh, he's serving the sentence for uh, yeah. assault on the minor under 16. I was like, well, may- maybe he was 18 at the time. Like in some law, some states are very sure. unforgiving about their laws. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who's to say? Who's to, Who say? to say? Who is to say? Fuck it. F- shut down all jails. You know, a lot of the, the, the states that have the sliding scale based on your age, too, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you're within a certain, if you're within like three years of the yeah. minor or whatever. Right. And, right. and they use the hot or not scale. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, yeah. were they asking for yeah. it? How are they dressed? Right, yeah. Did they have like a huge beard? <laughs> well, when you're gay, you gotta have a beard. Right, so people right. Don't know no, I'm gay. talking about like a ZZ right. Top beard. Oh, ZZ Top? A ZZ Top beard. Like, there's no way this guy's 15. <laughs> He's got a fucking... His hair's 15. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. I was just like, oh, this is such bullshit. They had me rooting for this guy. Yeah. That That's was the twist. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a good like, twist. It, was, it wasn't played as a twist, it was played as like a. So again, Side not... effects may include. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, Matt, I want to. You are, uh, I believe, going to start a, a crazy two-parter. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny you mentioned ZZ Pop, uh, ZZ Pop, ZZ Top. Uh, they'll they'll come back in at the end of this whole thing, as they always do. As they always do. Uh, oh yeah, good. <laughs> okay. The future's so bright. Yes, but you know, old newspapers, people wouldn't even flip it over to read the other half of the fold. That's why they Right. So we've always been fucking lazy with this shit. It's true. It's true. Headline fell. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Just throw right. it right in the hmm. street. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Just tuck a homeless man into bed with yeah, it yeah. and continue on your way to work. Uh, he'll finish it for me. <laughs> we'll finish in it. <laughs> Nazis unleash mega. <laughs> he probably needs this. Over way. it. <laughs> Next. All right, so I'm going to try something a little uh, slightly different, but, it's, you know, we'll get to the, the normal thing in a second. Oh, but I want to start something, uh, so, you know, you talk about old newspapers. So I want to talk about the early 1900s. You're talking right? about old newspapers. Hey, hey. So the early 1900s, right? Let's say you're just walking down the street. Past this weird-ass ukulele woman. Oh, God. Uh, being, being racist yeah. and everything. You're walking down past these shit kids. They're poking a dead horse. Yeah, huh. nothing else to do all day. Sure. Right? Past this old man who's asking for old clothes from people. <laughs> Am I dying of tuberculosis too? He's gonna haggle this old woman for old clothes. This is the early 1900s, John. Aaron? Jesus Christ. 
So you're walking down the street, right? Let's say you're in a big Midwestern city instead of, you know, New York is where this one is. Right? That's good. It's a good suit. That's a good suit. Everyone sounds so malnourished. Yeah, because they are. But you're walking down the street in a major Midwestern city, right? And while you're walking down, you, see, you spot this store in the storefront. And it's called like Paris Medical Institute or London Medical Institute or Copenhagen Medical Institute. Oh. And you look in, and like this one in Minneapolis. And in this storefront in Minneapolis, Minneapolis you see General Custer. And he's covered in neon lights and he's lit up with arrows. And the entire time his chest is huffing and puffing like some weird mix of, of, of Greek myth and modern engineering. And you see this man dying in front of you. All day, he's dying. Custer. Custer. Because he's lit up with arrows. He's lit up with arrows. They're also neon. This white man brought down and he's old and he's dead now. By savages. Right. <laughs> and so what do you do? You walk into the shop. The shop's free. You gotta see what's in there, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. You walk in there, and that's there where you meet this this man in a nice coat. He has a Van Dyke mustache and a nice white coat, and he's a what? A white coat, Van Dyke uh, goatee mustache. Oh, okay. Hmm. And he says, uh, "How are you? You feeling? You feeling okay? Is everything all right? Are are, are you guys okay?" <laughs> he asks you when you walk in yes. if you're okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, anything bothering you guys? You guys fine? I'm concerned about the general. Well, let me show you around the room. And what he does is he takes you around the room. And each part of the room, there's a new exhibit. And it's another exhibit of some man's soft penis getting worse and softer and more syphilitic. And your manhood is slowly being sucked out of you while you're doing this. What? And, and then he brings you down this all, hallway. All those guys? And at the end of the hallway, suddenly he's not there, and you, you go to, near this box, and these lights turn on, and in front of you is this hideous figure, this syphilitic man who looks like you, and he's, he's laughing at you. It's like syphilitic Ernest goes to camp. Huh. Jesus. And suddenly the, the man in the coat shows up again, and he says, follow me. And he takes you into a door at the end of the hallway, and behind the door is sitting a man looking like a doctor with a real coat. Mm. <laughs> gotta have a real coat. Uh -huh. He's got a coat. And he's paging through this old medical book, and you're like, wow, this guy must be an expert. He has this book. He's reading past the headline and everything. Uh-huh. And this man asks you a question. He says, you ever feel tired? <gasps> I do all the time. Yeah, you do. What? You ever, you ever worried that you're losing your manhood? Every minute of my <laughs> life. <laughs> well, don't worry about it. Because I've got the cure. What? What is it? Well, it's, I'll tell you, it's not uh, Dr. Raphael's Cordial Invigorant. Oh, oh, and it's no. not Baume de Vie or Syrup Vitae of Anthony Ballou. All oh, those assholes I, up the street. I tried them well, all. Yeah. It's not Glorious Spagyric of Joan, of Joan Case. No, no, this is a special one. This is has a touch of Aqua Missourianus uh, Chiantity. Oh. Suffocate Adcong. This is what you need. Suffocate Adcong? This is what you need. Can I see that copy when you're done with it? Uh -huh. Suffocate ad. Uh -huh. No, you gotta believe it. And then so you, you do, you don't know what to do. So you hand over your $15, the next thing you know... Of course. Now you're in the alleyway, back in the street. And what? it's all over. Did, we, did he give it to you? Yeah. Did I get the Suffocate ad con? Yeah. Is it like in a little vial with a cork? Uh-huh. But now you're out $15. Right. right. I, got, I got all the Suffocate ad con. Which is about $500 today. 
Jesus Christ. And this was happening all over the country. There were these shops like this, where men would walk in, have their manhood questioned, be brought down a hall and sold some mysterious substance that would cure everything they did. Rhino 69. My, Uh how times have changed. Yeah, yeah, no, never. Rhino sixty nine. Yeah, they. You know why they always change the number on? It's like sixty nine thousand seventy two. The, the chemical gets illegal. Well, it's the same chemical, and the company just gets busted by the mm-hmm. FDA, and right. they just it. They just put like Chinese Viagra in it and it's steroids Chinese. and shit. And so, yeah. what is this called? This is called patent medicine. Patent medicine. Patent medicine is medicine you don't need a, a doctor's uh, right approval to get. Because yeah, you're not you making get... uh, FDA. Cl- well, this is before the FDA, right? Right. Right. But they're not making claims. It's uh, proprietary. Yeah. Mm. In 1905, Americans were spending $75 million on patent medicines. About $2.8 billion today. Wow. Uh, often these, these things contain things like mercury. and That's uh, good. But also cool stuff like cocaine and heroin. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Um, but that's uh, not good for babies. A lot of these things were given to <laughs> sick people. What do you know? Yeah. Babies love coke. And a lot of these... And heroin. <laughs> and heroin. Get some shut up. They, they do. They do. Speedball baby. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl. A lot of these things were also full of alcohol. It's the Which best. was great during Prohibition. But when you just want to get get healthy, not so good. I guess. Yeah, I agree to disagree. Also remember, <laughs> ketchup originally was a patent medicine. What? For what? Because they added tomatoes to it, and they said, well, you're dr- with these tomatoes in it, you can cure your uh, dysentery, you can cure your fever, you can cure everything. Well, I mean, they made fucking ketchup a vegetable at, mm-hmm. those, at those public schools in the United States of America. They sure did. Well, and why the United States? Because uh, this didn't start, but it was, it was synthesized with the Jacksonian presidency. Oh, Jacksonian God. democracy and this, uh, this uh, repudiation of experts and elitists. Mm. 1837, there were 26 states, and 23 of them either didn't establish or repealed licensing requirements for doctors, saying, well, it's a free country, so it's a free country, so you can claim to be a doctor and be a doctor. Who's to say I'm not a doctor? Exactly. It's a free country. Yeah, you're a doctor, Matt. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, In the 1850s, the pendulum swung back a little bit. The American Medical Association was founded in 1847, Mm -hmm. and then the Civil War showed up. And then we finally got, we finally decided, there, there was this man named Albert Hammond who was put in charge, uh, he was made sec, uh, uh, Surgeon General mm-hmm. of the Union Army, and he instituted things like ventilation mm-hmm. and ambulances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get some air in here. And then he was kicked out of his job because he told the doctors they couldn't use uh, calomel anymore. Calomel. Calomel is, is, is a mercury chloride mineral mixed with sugar or sweetener that was used for everything from pain relief to make people shit their pants. <laughs> well, you, because, sometimes you gotta shit. Because the, the thinking was if you shit your pants, then you the bad stuff is gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's not totally wrong. And this, this, uh, this idea was brought to us by Benjamin Rush, the, the, the first great doctor of the United States who basically killed George Washington by giving him mercury every day. Mm-hmm. Good God almighty. Mercury. I mean, they would give people, um, um, I think they would give people <laughs> malaria mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. cure syphilis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so that was happening <laughs> all the time. Because you'd get the, like, the fever would burn it out. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ almighty. I, I may have it transposed. It's, it's, it's 12 o'clock in the a.m. <laughs> on Tuesday night, so I may no, have some that, of my that, facts that, mixed that, up. That does but, make sense. But, yeah. you know, up, I mean, there were... F- 
effective enough remedies back in the day. I mean, it's or really, they were the best. But the theory is not so different to like the, the you know the advanced cancer stuff they're doing, where they you know they give the cancer cells AIDS, right? right. And or, they're doing or stuff using like, viruses to yeah. hack into the DNA of. Uh, I mean, the the logic is not ridiculous, and and it's really still logic being used. Absolutely, it's just better now, mm-hmm. ish. And so, despite the change in actual medicine after the Civil War and requirements for doctors again, uh, snake oil was still a big thing. You know, we talked about it in the Woodhall episode. Mm-hmm. The, the term goes back to the gold rush when Chinese workers came over and talked about how snake oil from uh, Chinese snakes helped them relieve pain and other things. Yeah. But it wasn't a, just a nut joke. <laughs> <laughs> snake oil. You want to buy some? <laughs> Give me Give a minute. Give me five minutes. <laughs> Well, it became it's Chinese. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> he might he put away your coke. He your might. civilization is thousands of years old. <laughs> Don't <laughs> cover up your coke. He might be being. <laughs> also snort it. But the term came to national prominence in America in 1893 when a man named Clark Stanley went in front of the the mass of the masses at Chicago, uh, the World Exposition, Chicago, and this is a quote. Stanley reached into a sack, plucked out a snake, slid it open, and plunged it into boiling water. When the fat rose to the top, he skimmed it off and used it on the spot to create Stanley's snake oil, a liniment that was immediately snapped up by the throng and gathered that had gathered to watch the spectacle. Huh. Well, that's probably something. I mean, you can make anything out of anything, you know. But his American uh, snakes did not have the same oil as the Chinese snakes, well, and it didn't work. Different snakes. Different diet. Yeah. Different <laughs> eyes. Dude. Snake eyes, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chinese snake eyes. <laughs> Very good, Aaron. Okay. Um, what? I didn't... No, no, no. <laughs> if anybody wants to doubt me that... That the eyes of the, the snakes are different of, in China? No, of the human beings. Okay. Uh, Everybody's listen, different, and that's okay. It is. Is Yeah, sure. Thank you. <laughs> all, I'm, all I was going to say is... All I was going to say is, I wasn't even challenging you on it. Uh, All I was going to say is what I wouldn't like about that expo if I'm the snake oil salesman, the charlatan, as it were. Mm. It it would show everybody, you know, you can just grab a snake and boil it. Yeah. Like, why? Well, he's probably got some proprietary access to these fucking snakes. He did have a thing with his name on it. Damn. Get all those good Irish snakes. That yeah, were anybody, out of any, yeah, anybody can go and, you know, grow your own tomatoes, but do you really want to? Yeah, I guess. Exactly. I guess. Do you want to make your own snake oil? Kind of. <laughs> I'm about to make some after we wrap after up. This, you know what I'm saying? That, dude, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Hurry up. Are we done yet? <laughs> I got some medicine to make. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So... This was the time. <laughs> John's <laughs> shitting himself. <laughs> so this was what was going on in America uh, when uh, our profile was born. Now, uh, not all doctors grew up to wanting to be quacks and charlatans and weirdos like that. They said, you know, our man, uh, his name is John Romulus Brinkley. And he would later say he grew up wishing he could free the slaves, illuminate the world, heal the sick, or face the assassin's bullet for his people. Hmm. Uh Seems like an yeah. easy way sounds to like it. Sounds yes. like wait, say, free the slaves, uh-huh. face an assassin's bullet, mm-hmm. cure the sick. Illuminate the world. Illuminate the world. Illuminate it. Mm-hmm. Well, Lincoln did kind of two of those things, right? Yeah, Lincoln was one of his heroes. I bet. Along with Thomas Edison and William McKinley. Ah. Yeah. The other uh-huh. people. McKinley got shot, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Edison. Yeah, well. 
Killed it. Oh, he didn't kill that elephant. Cunt. <laughs> John Romulus Brinkley was born July 8th, 1885 in Beta, North Carolina, an unincorporated count, uh, community in Jackson County. Mm-hmm. His father was John Richard Brinkley, of son of William Brinkley, a pre-revolutionary war inhabitant of Mecklenburg County, or Mecklenburg County, uh, North Carolina. His, uh, so his father, John Richard Brinkley, uh, was a mountain doctor, a medicine reader. That's what you called a man who uh, wasn't an official doctor, but knew the knew the basics. <laughs> a, right. re- a medicine reader. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he read the fucking WebMD. Yeah, he's a WebMD enthusiast. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to stop your momentum or anything. But what I was going to say about this whole time is, it would seem to be impossible to know who was a amateur doctor, mm-hmm. a total charlatan. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the most respectable doctor ever. Right. Because it's, it, w- w- would you have a piece of paper? Mm-hmm. I can get you a piece of paper. Yes. With, it, with w- ink on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But also, the, the difference between... There's it, no reason to trust anyone. Right, right. Well, you, like, you either trust everyone or no one. Right. It, it, it's because at this period of, in this period of time, in what we would call the Western world, mm-hmm. the difference between an amateur doctor and a real doctor is not that great. Yeah. No. They no. Re- nobody knew shit. Well, the uh, real doctors we, maybe knew a little bit more than, you know, your... Uh, uh, no, of course. Yeah. The fake one might kill you less. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, you, gotta, oh, you might save a few bucks. Yeah. You just got to drink some snake jizz or... <laughs> what? What? Huh? Oh, the oil's jizz? <laughs> Get to. <laughs> <laughs> So John, uh, Romulus Brinkley's dad was uh, John Richard Brinkley. He was a Confederate. Do snake medic. sticks look like people? No. Yes, oh. if they're in people. Uh, he was a, a Confederate medic in the Civil War. He didn't believe in slavery, but believed in the state. His first marriage was annulled by his father because he was underage, and then his next four wives would die not long into the marriage, uh, long enough to have a couple kids, and then the White Plague, tuberculosis, would claim them all. Wow. I did not know that tuberculosis was the white plague. Oh, I didn't know that either. You're learning something. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks. So each of these losses made him broody and brought him closer to God in his son's words. The last woman he married was in 1870. He was 50. Uh, soon the woman's niece moved in with them. She was uh, uh, <laughs> she was 23. Right. Supple. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she, and she caught some white plague. To yeah. Well... <laughs> Fifteen years later, John Romulus Brinkley was born to the niece. Ah, oh. what I tell you, dude? Uh huh. What I tell you? Oh, right. I know people. I knew it was going there. I know too. men. Oh right. I know oh, men. Okay. You know what they do? Yep. Yeah. You know, close family. Uh, they were poor. They didn't have much education. Uh, yet they still named their son Romulus. You know, one yeah. of the brothers that founded. Uh, no Remuses, huh? No, no, no Remuses. Just one boy. Second fiddle. Uh, Remus. His Please, child- Remus. <laughs> All right. You sure? <laughs> All these? His childhood was very bleak. There wasn't much happening out there in North Carolina. When the fog rolled in, the rest of the world didn't exist, basically. Uh, his mother insisted they sleep in the same bed. Um, this was dangerous because eventually one winter she got pneumonia, which later turned into tuberculosis. God damn it. And uh, he recounted the story. She'd be up all day and night, coughing up blood, Ugh. trying to teach him tables manners, uh, table manners, and the Lord's prayer. And then, when he was five, she eventually died. And according to the uh, the bio he had written about himself many years later, it was quite the scene. 
<laughs> this is from Clement Woods' bio. On well, he dedicated Brinkley. all sense to it. Yeah. Oh God, she was dying. It was quite <laughs> it the, was scene. the scene. I mean, it was really a to do. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, here's this lady. I'm fucking. I stay in her bed. In a no, feeble she's... voice, in a feeble voice, the dying mother called her one child to her bedside. He stared with odd round eyes at her emaciated body, hardly more than skin and bones. He leaned closer to catch the racked whisper that was all she could utter. There was rattling in her throat. He'd been told this was the death rattle. Her eyes were staring at the moldy plank ceiling. The little son knew that she could see through to the unseen glories of the new Jerusalem. Mm. One emaciated arm came out, the fingers clutching at the counterpane before they found the tidy son. She had to leave him, she said. She had prayed about it, she said, because she was so anxious about his future. An angel came to her in the night, she said, who had told her that her own aunt would raise him, that he would grow up to be a great, useful man. There were tears trembling in her eyes, and Johnny wondered why they didn't fall. Mm -hmm. She brought out the other emaciated arm, looked again towards the ceiling. Feebly, she tried to clap her hands, her eyes open for a choked shout. Kiss me, Johnny! And Wait, she had gone. Her mom, his mom, dying. Uh -huh. Yeah. Visions. Mm -hmm. Kiss me? Kiss me. Your aunt's gonna take care of you. Mm -hmm. Kiss me. And uh, kiss me. I have blood, sputum, mucus spewing from my Tears mouth. not falling. I'm emaciated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kiss me. Kiss me, Johnny. Did you do it? Uh, he didn't say. Apparently not, because she was dead. Mom. Maybe that was the best time to do it. John, I'm sorry. Could you grab that piece of paper I just threw on the ground? This little motherfucker right here? Uh, this one over here. The th yeah, oh, John's going into toad mode. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Tyson's Instagram. Uh, perfect. Uh, he threw up a hashtag toad mode. Oh, toad. yes. That was very... You have a fuck with the toad? You have a fuck with the toad, So now, Joel. if we could all just ask all the profile heads out there, the true freaks, just... Could we just commandeer toad mode? Yeah, just get involved with the toad mode. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's like a zen thing? I, yeah, I think you're just going... Yeah, you're going to toad mode, you know? Just kind of squat. Yeah, I'm in load mode. So. That's, that's, that's oh, oil. <laughs> All these snakes and tubercular, <laughs> tubercular women. <laughs> tubercular. It's a word. It is. So, uh, his, his, at five, his mother died. His father taught him to hunt and make herbal medicine. Uh, neighbor uh, it up. Would, uh, <clears throat> would would lend him books and uh, said that he had a photographic memory. Who uh, had a photographic? That uh, John, little Johnny. Young did. John. Mm -hmm. Ra Romulus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, coal was too expensive for him, so he would collect pine knots so he could read at night. Ah. Mm -hmm. Wait. Pine? Knots. Like a, of wood? Yeah. And you light them on fire? Yeah. They give off a bright light, apparently. Uh, when he was 10, his father developed a terrible chest cold and had trouble pissing. Uh, <laughs> then a neighbor showed up and said, hey, my wife's dying. So his dad did what any normal doctor would do. He spent the day plowing his field. Then he took a day off for the Sabbath. Of course. And then he went out to the cabin where he was the next day brought back on the back of a wagon dead because he had... Keeled over in their house. Go, going to see this, yes. this sick woman two yeah. days later. He keeled over in the sick person's house two Jesus days later. Jesus Christ Almighty. People were not good at living. They weren't. <laughs> no. They were so bad at saying that. Well, say, say your wife's sick. Well, I'm going to plow the field tomorrow. 
And then I'm gonna take the Lord's Day off yeah, because of the good book. Well, I only beat the boy on that day. Uh, and well, you and know, then? the Bee Gees have not released that instructional <laughs> yeah. song about how to stay alive and yet. <laughs> so therefore, I will be deceased come I, Monday. I will be with you in two days, and then I will die there <laughs> if y'all allow Pretty me. Pretty much. <laughs> it was a good, you know, he. Much obliged. Maybe he saved her, and so he died. Who knows? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Uh, This is all just coming at me. Mm -hmm. I'm taking it Mm -hmm. like the white plague to the dome. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's just him and his uh, quote-unquote aunt. I guess it was his aunt. Um, it was his aunt. It was his aunt. Uh, He would go to, he attended a uh, one-room log cabin schoolhouse three months a year when it was winter. When it was not winter, everybody had to work. Uh, while he was there, a local girl named Sally Wyke would step on his bare toes and instructed her brother to throw rocks at him because he was an illegitimate child. Wow. This is like Jon Snow. <laughs> he's, spoiler alert, he's hanging out with his aunt. Yeah, trouble. <laughs> Bastard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting his ass beat by people. Toes stepped on. Mm-hmm. Toes stepped on. Rocks thrown at him. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. Yeah. He would later say he changed his middle name to Richard because people teased him about Romulus. Which, you know, I guess is pretty learned of them. I guess. You know? Yeah. Or maybe ignorant. Yeah, well. <laughs> when he wasn't in school, he would uh, grind uh, grind bark <laughs> for a gallon of molasses a day. Uh, <laughs> and oh. other hobbies. Uh-huh. Wait, like... Okay, hold on. So, so, so I had to look this up. He was... Okay, thank you. So, um, tanning leather. Yeah. Is a process that involved... Uh, well, you got to beat the shit out of it, right? Like, so I'm what t- you do is you you, you, you you skin the animal, then you soak the leather in some sort of brine. And while you're doing this, you grind bark. Because the bark, when it's ground, releases a thing called, I think it's called tanneric. Uh, uh, and it's this, this little microbe that when you mix it with the uh, uh, the pelts... It, it it helps make them waterproof and mm-hmm. and and not um, disintegrate over age over time. Got it. So hmm. they learned this whole process, and so they literally would grind bark into dust. Wow. And that was his job for a gallon of molasses a day. And so he was paid in molasses. Mm-hmm. A gallon of it. Mm-hmm. Which hmm. was uh, pretty good. A day. Yeah, pretty good back then. What are you doing with all of it though? Uh, the molasses? Selling it? No, I mean, you're. Uh, it's it's a form of carbs, basically. Well, yeah. It's, it's keeping you alive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so he was he was not, I mean, dude, you can't drink a gallon of molasses. No, 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 no. They would, they would have also just, you know, they would have a, you know, the rich dinner of turnips and cornbread as well. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Maybe he was vaping it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Probably. Probably. Or yeah, boofing I mean, it. Yeah. Oh, more than likely. I love mm-hmm. boofing molasses. It takes forever. <laughs> Me and Gifford. So slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, just, you're doing a handstand forever. Yeah, you're doing a handstand. It's Well, it takes like 50 minutes for it to drip down the guy's dick. Is the yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Brown plague. Yeah. Well, but it's sweet. Eventually, his school was able to afford uh, money to hire a teacher for a real school year. Oh! And, uh, and then, uh, so, but he, he didn't have enough money, so the local town paid for him to uh, um, attend the school. The town uh, did? Yeah. <laughs> we think we should have a teacher in that there school. Quick, get the <laughs> get the bark, boy. 
<laughs> yeah, get, him a, get him a book. Oh, he's all sticky. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the white plague all over him. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Toes are all inflamed and he's covered in liquid Seems to be sugar. some form of bukkake baptism. <laughs> <laughs> the pages of the Bible are sticking to his butt. Jesus. His photographic memory was sticking. <laughs> yeah. I'd have a photographic memory too if the pages to the book were stuck to my fucking fingers. <laughs> So at 16 in 1901, he completes his school courses and becomes a local mail carrier. You got to go to school for that? No, no, no. It was oh, just, a, it was just the only thing you could well, do. Well, the letter of the cell stuck yeah, and it's to all, him. Yeah, it's easy to carry. I'm default the mail carrier. For $8 a month, about $240 today, he would pick up the mail in uh, uh, Tuckasegee. Tuckasegee. I had to look that one Tuskegee? up. Nope. Tuckasegee. North Carolina. Tucka. It's, it's a river. CG. CG. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would pick it up there in Tucka CG, drop it off in East, East Laporte, and then take more mail to Kalawi, and then finally on to Silva, where then he would wait before uh, for the other mail to come in, and then he would ride the 15 miles back. He would do it from 3 a.m. to 7 p.m., six days a week. Wow. 3 a.m. to 7 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Riding what, a horse? Or... Yeah. Or maybe walking. I don't, honestly, I don't know. 15 Jesus miles? Christ how fucking long almighty. does that take you? Uh, but he was he was smart. When he was in Silva, he had a long wait, and so what he did, he befriended a local railroad man, uh, and he asked him to teach him how to use a telegraph. The guy wouldn't, so eventually he just started cleaning up stuff around the around the railroad station, and then one day he stopped doing it, and the guy was like, Hey! Hey, what are you doing? That guy used to all this slave labor. Yeah, exactly. And then he was like, teach me how to use a telegraph, and I'll keep doing it. Oh, you got yeah. me! You got me by the balls, yeah. you sticky the... motherfucker. Hey, what's with the no-free cleaning? <laughs> That I didn't ask you to do in the first place, but I eventually got used to and relied upon. Seemed to enjoy. The railroad man, uh, his name was R.M. Grasty, which is a, it's a good railroad man name, I think. Very good name. R.M. Grasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, John R. Brinkley, he uh, bought his own... Uh, Thanks for the rail, man. <laughs> he bought his own telegraph to study. He took All it home right. with him. And uh, he started studying a telegraph at home. He learned how to use it. And then, uh, like Morse code? Yeah. Cool. Uh, one day, while at the railroad, he met a man who, upon hearing, uh, he told him well, he wanted to become a doctor. And the guy said, hey, you got to go to Johns Hopkins. So Brinkley uh, took, a, took some money, went up to Johns Hopkins University. He arrived, and they said, your education is useless. Get the hell out of here. You'd probably be a good mail carrier. <laughs> or a railman. <laughs> Have you tried grinding bar? <laughs> you tried railing men? <laughs> <laughs> The rail line goes from down yonder up to my nose. <laughs> you know, railing uh, man is how we get snake oil. <laughs> you know, railing lines is how I rail men. <laughs> so uh, all of his travel gave him an idea, and so one day he took some money. He made his way to Asheville. Oh, never, never been to Asheville I know before. Asheville. Beautiful. Yeah. He, uh, they, while he was there, he rode the trolley. Never seen a trolley before. He rode a trolley all day. What is this thing? He saw ice in August. Didn't believe it existed in August. Can't be. And for the first time in his life, he uh, he used a water closet. And then he ran out of the boarding house because he was worried it was going to flood the building. <laughs> oh Jesus! I started something <laughs> here. Yeah. Oh boy! I'll tell you, where does it go? <laughs> that that shit stool got in a real tizzy when I hit her lever. <laughs> that stool stool really freaked the fuck out. She she's in a real mood. 
And that night he saw the whole town uh, lit up with electricity. For the first time in his life, he saw electricity. Good gosh. Yeah. yeah. What year is this? This is uh, this is 1904. Oh, the year of our Lord. Mm-hmm. So he worked at Silva for uh, the depot at Silva for a few more years. Then he made his way to New York City. He showed up at Western Union, told the manager he was the best telegraph operator in the world. <laughs> and so he worked there for a few years. And then that's 19... the resume. Yep. Hey, dude, I'm the best in the world at dash dash dot dot. You are. Yep. What? You're hired. Thanks. <laughs> I'm also a doctor. <laughs> no, not yet. Hey, do you like molasses? <laughs> <laughs> Only for fucking dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm a real man. <laughs> I think I like it here. I used to be a mailman. <laughs> but now I'm a real man. You say a real man? I'm a real man because I rail men. men when I used to be a male man. Yeah. But I am still a male. And I still rail lines. No joke. <laughs> no PB in your cup. <laughs> I'm like one of those Chinamen without the flashy dynamite and pee-pee and the coke gimmicks. You might call me wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> I'm not cycloped and snake-eyed like those Chinese fellas. <laughs> Listen to profiles. It's tail seventeen in the AM. The snake eyes. With the cyclops, I. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. No, I fan. As always. Good lord. 1906. He went back to North Carolina because he heard his aunt was dying. Christmas Day, 1906. She died. No, he was right. Yeah. Telegraph system works. <laughs> Never mind photographic memory. I got a telegraphic memory. Your aunt's gonna fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> so at 1906, Christmas Day, she died. Uh, 21 years later, he would erect a granite monument to her on a bend of the Highway 107 near uh, Tuckasegee River. Uh, so if you're out there in North Carolina, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by the Board of Tourism? Yeah. Check out that one thing. Uh, at her funeral, at the funeral for his aunt, he, he uh, bumped into Sally Wyke again, but this time she was comforting. Now and that's she, the bitch that was stepping yeah. on his toes yeah. and getting rocks but th thrown But this at him? time she was very comforting and she apologized for how she treated him. Hmm. After a brief courtship, they married at the end of January. Less than a month later. Jesus Christ. Uh, he was 22. Dude, people were dying. They didn't know how to live back then. No, 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 no. And he you married your abuser no matter what. Of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was 22. They had a tumultuous marriage. They had two daughters who lived, one son who died. But uh, briefly, right See? after they... They know how to live. Right after they married, they formed a Quaker Medicine show. Huh. Oh. So a Quaker Medicine show is a thing that would go town to town. Some Someone would warm up the crowd with like a fiddle or <laughs> some dancing. <laughs> Get excited! <laughs> These people are going to shake. <laughs> And then someone would put on a morality play with some tragic death, and <laughs> and at the end someone would go, "If only that poor woman had this miracle cure." And then oh. John Brinkley would show up, stand up out of the crowd, and say, "But I have that cure." And then they would sell the fake thing, right? Huh? And they did this for a few months uh, until they got bored, or maybe Sally got pregnant. 
and one thing leads to another. Mm-hmm. So the next year, he's tired. He doesn't want to be uh, down North Carolina anymore. You know, once he once you know can't keep him on the farm once they've seen Carl Hungus, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the next year, nineteen oh eight, he uh, Carl, Carl, Carl Hungus, the cable guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next year, nineteen oh eight, he's twenty three. He heads north to Chicago to enroll in medical school. And uh, in Chicago at the time, there were a few colleges that were actually supported by the American Medical Association, oh. but there were also a lot that weren't. And they were much cheaper. Of course. And he chose the Bennett Eclectic Medical College. Ah, eclectic medicine. Yeah. yeah. We're what you'd call eclectic. <laughs> now, we're not missaying electric. Yeah, we're not doing rigid medicine. <laughs> it's kind of a little more eclectic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, they were ahead because they, were, they weren't using, like, Mercury poisoning, right? But in most of the ways, they were behind because they would had untraditional surgery practices and things like that. And now, no, like healing hands. Okay, so not actual surgery. No, not usually. Okay, that's probably uh, a wrong phrase. But but you know. okay. Uh, so it was, it was one of those. It was kind of a guesswork type of school. No, which I get, which a lot, was of a, lot of, a lot of shrugging. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're the teacher today, kids. Uh, so he was there for three years. He was a student by day, telegraph operator by night. He was drinking heavily uh, the entire time, and part of that might have been due to That's the fact that it's high gravity. Well, he's probably just on a lot of medication. <laughs> just alcohol and everything. Well, also the Chicago stockyards made the water taste like livestock. But, 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 but. Oh, for crying out loud! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's actually uh, there's a story about that. Mm-hmm. About uh, how they figured out how to reverse the river. Well, no, like why people were getting dysentery yeah. in certain parts. It might have been even in Chicago. Might have been, and, right. it was, and it was all the brewers. Yeah. weren't dying of dysentery or cholera. Yeah. because they were just getting drunk. Right. on the fermented. Oh, what delicious Miller Lite! Delicious, yeah. Come on. P- true Union made Pilsner. To find Pilsner, sponsor of the show. Uh, whereas everybody else who was drinking, you know. Regular old water was yeah, dying. Yeah, regular old slop. Yeah, yeah they were Silver dying. Sober slop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you know maybe the it's drunks a, were staying alive. Alcohol, alcoholism or survival, you know, a little bit of both. Yeah. Hey, um, I don't know how you guys survive. <laughs> I can't <laughs> live without it. <laughs> uh, part of this might have been also due to uh, what Sally called his inherent nature of pitying himself to gain confidence. Uh, Pitying himself to gain confidence. I think I we it. all know I what that's it. like a little I bit. I don't. It. No, no. Oh. I mean, well, maybe you, know, you don't, John. No, I'm serious. Can you release? Yeah. It's, it sounds like a, 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 you, an you, oxymoron. You 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 let yourself um, um, go through something dumb that you could have prevented, and you use that as a form of uh, building yourself back up. Oh. Like I, 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 like I, I really like, I challenge a child to a fight and I win. No, so I'm like, no, 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 it's, <laughs> it's, come on, Spider-Man. Okay, okay. Come on, Spider-Man. Come on, Spider-Man. Very good, Aaron. Very, very it's good. come on, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. But not, but not come on, Spider-Man. <laughs> One year away from graduating, he dropped out and he got a job in Knoxville, Tennessee, working for a man named Dr. Burke, where he became an assistant in one of those miracle cure shops, learning how... Oh, the how... one you told us about earlier yes. on with the noise. Yes. And that is where he uh, first sported his uh, Van Dyke. It was part of the outfit of the classic doctor. It was uh-huh. a Van Dyke goatee mustache combo and a white coat. Now, was it because they were going for some crazy Chinese Fu Manchu type it action? It probably was. Now that I think about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> they were doing this. Well, you, yeah. How can you do this without a fucking yeah, 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 Exactly. You, know? you don't look that smart when there's no hair nah, down there. Just looks, yeah. You're just going to break out. <laughs> you got to look like you're considering things. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? That's exactly right. Yeah. They worked there for a few years, and then 1913... That's the thing the Chinese already have, is that they're already... <laughs> <laughs> You gotta watch the Patreon no, again. You, 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 gotta, you gotta watch the YouTube to get yeah, that joke. No, yeah. No, what is I was this? squinting. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I was squinting contemplatively. And now why is that? Well, that's because I was making a, a Chinese joke. <laughs> so I a, see. Because they're snaky. No. Snaky? Uh, snaky or sneaky? <laughs> <laughs> what is all of the above? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So he worked He worked for this Dr. Burke for a few years, and then he went back to Chicago. 1913, he's drinking at a hotel in Chicago. Nice. And a one-armed man sits next to him. Uh-oh. And they strike up a conversation. This man was named James Crawford. And they both know about, Crawford knows about this Dr. Burke guy, too. <laughs> and they say, you know what? If he did it, why don't we both do it? Do It's a great idea. Yeah, between the two of us, we sell, got three sell, arms. Sell, sell the cure? Yeah. Right. So, uh... It immediately, almost immediately, they moved down to Greenville, South Carolina, and they opened up a new shop called Greenville Electro Medical Doctors. Huh. Uh, because electro healing was the, high, the biggest rage. Mm -hmm. And also, at the time, the AMA was cracking down on just like random drinks. <laughs> and so you couldn't just offer random drinks anymore. You had to offer the newest idea of medicine, which was electric healing. There were all kinds of vibrating machines and electricity. And I like that. And so they put out an ad in the paper, and the ad was titled, Are You a Manly Man Full of Vigor? <laughs> and if you weren't, you knew where you had to go mm -hmm. to become that man. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm you got to drink all this spunk. <laughs> well, so what would happen? The patient would enter uh, their office. They'd be interviewed by, quote, Dr. Crawford. And then, quote, Dr. Brinkley would stick a needle in his ass, uh, shoot some colored water in there, charge... Huh? Cool it with the racist shit. <laughs> You're not getting out of this. He would shoot some colored water into his ass, charge $25, and then send the men on their way. And that was it. He said, look at this needle. I got some stuff in it. You're going to be cured. It cost about uh, $25, about $650 today. Oh, my God. But Jesus Christ. So, I mean, they are, they are really... Um, Fucking these guys in the ass. Man. Huh. Sticking them. I feel like they must be milking the rich at this point because, I mean, $650. Bucks. Well, what happened is they... After a couple months, they skipped town because they knew they bled the town dry already yes. of all the the the, the big thing about uh, the the shops that are in the big cities, those weird custard tourist shops, the, you you don't bring in the locals. The locals already know, mm -hmm. so they stay away. Right. You bring in tourists. Right. So if you go to a small town that doesn't have tourists, then you can only rip off so many people before the right. people who live there get angry. Right. But also, do you like walk out of there with you know some purple drink in your butt? Mm-hmm. And then also just get a big boner because your mind thinks you... Bingo. That's the beauty of quack patent medicine. Right. The mind is like the best healer. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. So a couple months they skipped town because uh, to, they figured, hey, the bills are coming due. Uh, they took a telephone, um, uh, like an x-ray machine, some medical records, and... <laughs> Telephone. <laughs> the telephone was big doings back then. Well, that, you mean they took it with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you're hey, going to get calls. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> they make their way to Memphis where Crawford said he knew some girls. And, uh, oh, dude. There's this town. It's called Memphis. They got girls no, not there. Memphis. Yeah. No, they got girls there. Dude, these guys are legit. They got a phone, dude. <laughs> call them up anytime. They make house calls. They should call it Memphis. <laughs> They're so fucking nasty, these guys. Wow, these guys got a phone. Dude, fucking anybody leaves their office, they got fucking big boners. <laughs> they got an x-ray machine they and got an x-ray phone. machine to show you how big your boner is in the x-ray machine. <laughs> <laughs> so they make their way to Memphis, and there John Brinkley meets uh, Minerva, uh, Minera Jones, aka Minnie, he called her. Not it, Minerva? That no, would have no, been no. cool. Minera. Oh. Uh, Romulus, Minerva. Minera? I don't know. Uh, it was love at first sight. He was 28, he, she was 21. Three days later, they got married. He didn't mention that he already had a wife. God damn it. They went on a brief honeymoon to Tennessee, or a brief honeymoon around the country. They returned to Tennessee, and immediately upon returning to Tennessee, he was arrested by the Greenville Sheriff and dragged back to South Carolina. For what, polygamy? For uh, skipping out on all those bills. Oh. Uh-huh. And, and then, you know, as a... Why do you have to skip on bills when you're, when you're selling water for $650? Because you make more money by not paying bills. <laughs> that's a that's a yeah. great explanation. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. good. And you took the phone with you, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, they couldn't reach it. <laughs> I tried. I didn't hear it ring. I tried calling. <laughs> uh, as uh, one of my sources for this was this Pope, this very good Pope uh, Brock book called Charlatan, which is about this. And he points out how amazing it was, how lucky it was for a sheriff in those days. To be able to find a man who skipped town <laughs> and arrest yeah. him. Hey, it's that guy. <laughs> Can't be. Well, like, okay, the first of all, <laughs> would you have a drawing of the guy's face? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. And then that's it. Oh yeah. yeah. You just gotta literally bump into somebody. Hopefully he had a name tag on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, is that guy carrying a telephone? Shit. <laughs> He went to every quack doctor in the state getting purple drink shot in his butt. Walking around with a giant heart on like a divining rod. Isn't it an x-ray because of the, the, the narrow vertical structure of the snake eye with the, the narrow horizontal <laughs> slit of the Asian man? Is that, is that where it came from? Of the X on a dead body? X-ray. You understand what Oh, I'm... I thought you meant like the X's on a dead cartoon. <laughs> Anna? No. no, the X-Ray. Oh, no, The no. man formerly known as Ray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm Raylene. <laughs> I'll never tell. His, uh, he was lucky. His father-in-law, for some reason, according to one source, he, uh, according to Pope Rocky, his father-in-law didn't like him. According to uh, the other source, I can't find it, I'll mention it at some point, uh, his father-in-law uh, took to him immediately. Uh, it depends on who uh, he asked, I guess. He, he, paid his, uh, he paid his bills while he was, he was in jail, and Brinkley and Crawford were able to uh, uh, leave jail, and they left so fast they even left their luggage behind. And this time, Brinkley and his wife, just by themselves, they go to Arkansas to his take over. His first wife. No, 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 no. The Maybe. new, the good one. Yeah, he's, he's never going back to Sally. With mm. the kids. With the kids. And the rocks. And the, and the rocks. And the dead child. And the dead child. And the toes. Well, you know, people don't forget. <laughs> Sorry. He makes his way to Arkansas, and he does, you know, so what happens is, like, a, there's one doctor in town. The doctor leaves. You show up. Hey, I'm Hey, 
You're the doctor now. Mm -hmm. So he takes over for this doctor in Arkansas who's leaving. He has no customers, so every day he rents a horse and gallops full speed through the city to look like he has somewhere to go. Mm -hmm. that, guy's, <laughs> that guy's going places. Yeah, uh, except one day someone followed him, and it just turns out he rode a mile out of town, and then stops, and then turns around and trots back. Somebody followed him? Yeah. Man, what great people. There's not a lot going on back then. Hey, this is total... I don't know why this made me think of this. <laughs> yeah. I maybe maybe you'll maybe you'll I don't know maybe you guys will get it. I saw uh, <laughs> on my way here tonight, uh -huh. huge giant raised truck like yeah. dual cab, big F four fifty, like giant truck, like truck nuts whole line, license plate A tiny one. <laughs> 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 amazing. Oh. Amazing. I love it. It's really good. It made that I don't know why it made me think of that, but it made me think of that. A That's, tiny one. A tiny one. Tiny yeah. one. Yeah. All right, great. yeah, I got this big ass truck cuz I got a tiny one. I got a tiny <laughs> one. You know a good doctor? Yeah. <laughs> you can get up, you can't make it bigger. Oh. Yeah. Maybe you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But my, the, my, I can make it bigger. I just can't get it up. <laughs> no, no, there's no way. But one good thing did happen there while he, uh, for him at least. Uh, while he was the doctor, the, the old doctor was like, "Hey, I'm moving to Connecticut. Can you forward my mail?" And so Brinkley, while he, before he forwarded everything, he would take a look through it, and he got a brochure from the Eclectic Medical College of Kansas City. Oh. And so he writes to them and he says, "Hey, I did three years at the other ele Eclectic Medical College. Can I graduate? Did my credits transfer? <laughs> yeah." yeah. yeah. And they said, so he paid the original college uh, a couple hundred, then he paid this college a couple hundred, then a year later, he had his medical license in Arkansas. Unfucking believable Hey. And the great deal about that is Arkansas has reciprocity with Kansas and Missouri and Texas and Connecticut. So now, oh, he was dude. a licensed doctor in five states. Reciprocation hey. is whack. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, love <laughs> I love Reciprocation. Kansas <laughs> is in Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. You can't spell yeah, it. You can, yeah, you can't have one. It's true. Yeah. Then it better transfer. That's true. So that was 1916. He's 31. Him and many are living in Kansas City. He's looking for a good place to become the town doctor. And uh, while he's waiting, he takes a job at a meatpacking plant as a physician and a clerk. And uh, when he's, you know, he's sitting there a lot, there's not a lot of work to do. And so he's looking out the window, and the, the slaughterhouse was uh, surrounded by this uh, goat pasture, you know, where the goats would oh, they all be funneled in. And he, 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 <laughs> right he, around where they're killing yeah. the cows? And he looks around, he sees, uh, you know, all, all the other, like, all the cows come in, they're always sad, you know? <laughs> but he sees the goats, the goats are just, there's, they're fucking all day. Mm -hmm. What he called considerable lubricity. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, because, I, let me guess. Uh-huh. They're eating horny goat weed. No, it's just because they're goats. Oh. <laughs> goats are known to, 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 uh... Yeah. Lubric lubri lubricate a lot. That's how they sell a horny goat weed to idiots yes. like you. No, no, no. Horny, horny goat weed is a real thing. <laughs> no, I know it's a real thing. But it's... Because it's the goats. But, yeah. I Yeah. Probably, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but he notices the goats and he... he it, and he notices them fucking. Yeah. And he and he says to himself, wow, those, those goats, they like fucking. And he remembers that because it'll become important later. Maybe the goats are turned on by cow death. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah, when it's, I read when I read the obits, yeah, oh, dude. it's over with. Where's the beef? Oh god, Hello. Man, yeah. Oh god, I'm to nut. Oh, she left behind how many people? <laughs> oh. Gonna nut in five minutes. What? 
So later that year, uh, 1916, still him and, and Minnie are they're bouncing town to town. He'll show up. He'll pose as a doctor, ear, nose, throat, whatever. Where's his? Where's World War One at? Which, hold on. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. I'm... Good to know. You're right though. On the right track. Uh, he'll pose. A, w- w- one newspaper noted that he uh, he seemed more interested in establishing a practice than actually healing people. And so anytime he couldn't establish a practice, he would go to the next town. But right. he, hit, he, he hits Fulton, Kansas, and he hits some luck in Fulton, Kansas, because he treats an old man, and this old man is sick, and so all he does is just, he flushes out his entire system, mm. and the old man is like, I feel better now. So he tells some other old people. And now all of these old people start coming in, and now he's getting regular work from all these old people. And I then just giving him diarrhea. <laughs> well, I mean, Fulton is a town of 400, so if everybody has diarrhea, nobody has diarrhea. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Nor did they ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh. Then one day, uh, the I can't ma- even spell diarrhea. So. <laughs> that will become important in the second episode. One day, the mayor's cat eats uh, his uh, Brinkley's pet canary. <laughs> the mayor's cat. Yeah. It's a small town, so you know whose cat is his. <laughs> eats his pet canary. The mayor's cat eats his pet canary. So Brinkley. Well, he's got a top hat on. <laughs> you know it's the mayor's cat. <laughs> <laughs> the cat doesn't know how to tie a bow tie. <laughs> no, it's the fucking mayor's cat. It's checking its stopwatch. <laughs> it's burping up feathers. <laughs> so uh, Brinkley does what anyone uh, would do. He uh, shoots the cat, kills it. <laughs> Take takes the cat's hat and monocle yeah, yeah. as his own. <laughs> I am the mayor now. <laughs> John's spitting up. For, for the audio only listeners. Shot a cat. Yeah. I've never even heard about a cat being shot. Ever. Yeah, he murked like, that cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, would, would you even, how would you hit it? It's like there's... That's like like they're, they're basically, they're ninety-five percent shadow. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I'm going no, I mean, to shoot you, you this gotta, cat. You got to shoot it in the head. My canary was the proudest bird. <laughs> and here comes the male. This is nepotism. <laughs> is there a doctor in the house? I've been afflicted with a, a mean case of nepotism. I tell you something, I will not be masturbating tomorrow morning when I read the obituary of my glorious canary. It's not as if it was a cow. <laughs> or a human child. Well, then you might have your case, you have yourself a case of the white plague. <laughs> <laughs> Had it been a parakeet or a parrot, you might get a workable softy out of me. <laughs> this molasses tastes salty. Mmm. <laughs> it is viscous. <laughs> this girl. Mmm. <laughs> so, uh, in order to get back at him, the mayor starts attacking him through the newspaper. <laughs> The doctor, the doctor with his flashy practice is a scoundrel that assassinated my kitty. If only people would read to page two. <laughs> Mayor hits back about assassinated kitty. Mayor has dead pussy. Canary owner assassin unapologetic. 
Goats I don't be, know what any of these words are. Goats be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's just a page three in the goat porn. Oh wow! Oh my god! This fucking goat's nutting so hard his eyes are square. His teats. <laughs> it's definitely not a Chinese goat. <laughs> <laughs> so. Dude, what? There's a fucking billion and a half Chinese people. They can fight me. <laughs> They'll win. <laughs> so, uh, so Brinkley, uh, in order to get back at this now, he runs against him uh, for, for mayor. Oh. On a platform of clean up, clean out, keep clean. And he wins. The town of 400. And clean, up. clean up what? Ah, uh, who knows? Maybe the oh, dead, this oh, the shit dead from the diarrhea he gave everybody. Yeah. <laughs> clean this shit up. <laughs> Scoop this mercury into a thermometer. <laughs> and then stick the thermometer up your butt so I know you've got a fever. Yeah. Don't shit it out. Nah, I've got a prescription. <laughs> so, uh, 1917, he wins. He becomes mayor. But before he can become, he can, he can be, uh, uh, you know, mayor, he's drafted into the U.S. Army. <gasps> and they send him to Fort Bliss in El Paso. Fort Bliss. Uh-huh. On the way there, his train stops. Uh, you know, uh, army men, um, uh, then uh, they had to wear all these all this, the shitty wool suits, mm-hmm. riding through train cars in Texas, so they're not allowed to buy beer. Uh, wait, 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 what? Yeah. The beer part's throwing me for a loop here. They're supposed to be good boys, you know. And, uh, but they're, as can they be given beer? Well, that's what, so they're riding, they get on this train car, they stop at this place called Del Rio, and some local man shows up with a big bucket of beer and, and just puts it on the ground and says, hey, if anybody wants some, they can take it. Nice. And Brinkley, uh, he goes, this Del Rio place seems nice, which will become important later. Vanessa Del Rio, porn star, shout out. That's right. Rest in peace. Now, according to his bio, Brinkley, when he arrives at Fort Bliss, he was in lo- alone in charge of 2,200 troops, health, Bull. and sanitation. He said a soldier was brought to him when the soldier couldn't stay in formation. And he says he discovered that the soldier's hip had uh, ankylosed. Uh, ah. an- ankylosed. I- I don't no, know no, ankylosed. ankylosed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, which basically means that the, the hip uh, ha- had fused with the leg bone. That's what he says happened. That's why the guy couldn't stay in formation. Mm. He also says he alone discovered that many soldiers had heart disease, flat feet, broken arms, and legs. The, the soldiers didn't know this? Well, you know, he's the doctor, John. Well, he Seems had a phone. to hurt. He had a phone. Yeah. <laughs> he brought the phone with him. Uh, Hold on, i got to take this. <laughs> the army, however... <laughs> they said you really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the, the army's uh, uh, history of this is a little bit different. They say Brinkley was there for two months and spent over half the time in sickbay complaining of rectal fistula. Multiple. <laughs> oh my God! Multiple. <laughs> Two fists. No, 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 no. That's no, no, not no. what, what a fistula no. is. <laughs> Rectal? I know. Yes, but I there's know. two in there. To pray. <laughs> please make me come. Please, please, hit, you, please hit it. How does he know he's got rectal fistula? Well, well because I, because I'm getting a bit punchy. Oh. He's the doctor. He just doesn't want to deal with all of this. Yeah, shit. yeah. Now, yeah, what yeah. is the fistula? A, a fistula is a basically like a a a tunnel between two uh, parts of your body. So. Like, let's say you have a fistula in your colon or something. Mm. It's like it's straight up a hole in your colon. Right. That goes directly into your liver. So you piss the shit out. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Beautiful. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) right. Yeah. The perfect crime. (laughs) 
You thought I was going to piss on you, didn't you? <laughs> That's actually That's shit. actually shit, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> oh, man, this guy's pissed. He's like, shit. <laughs> he said it was molasses. So sweet. That's gross. I signed up for drinking piss, not liquid <laughs> shit out of this guy's dick hole. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. Somebody call a doctor. You have a phone? <laughs> Beep, boop, 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 boop. Hey, whoa, whoa, enough with the Chinese jokes, bro. <laughs> that's, my, that's my game. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dr. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Man, I'm so sorry. Hey, hey. hey Beep, boop, rock steady, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, oh, no, Google doesn't let this show out in China. Yeah. <laughs> After two months, he was discharged. Uh... Upon, <laughs> I got some discharge. <laughs> Upon returning to Fulton, uh, Brinkley and Minnie discovered that another doctor had squ uh, squatted in his spot and taken it. <laughs> Popped squat in the doc spot. <laughs> yep. Whoa, yo, you can't pop a spot in this <laughs> doc spot. Too late. Shit. Probably don't change the sign and everything. So they sat around looking for more, uh, just another city, another town that needed a doctor, and they found an ad, perfect ad for Milford, Kansas. The ad, it said, it was a town of 2,000 people, and they needed a doctor. It's more than triple the size of Fulton. Hey. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? So We're especially gullible here, too. <laughs> Honey, when we get to, what's his name? Milford. Milford. When we get to Milford, the streets will run brown with diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, uh, tunnel vision piss. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, him and Minnie, uh, they take the first train out to Milford. They get there and they discover it was actually a, a typing error. It was really a town of 200. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and Minnie burst into tears. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. It's a pretty good error. Sorry, we. Uh, There's upwards of. <laughs> 200. Maybe it's 20. Zero. I don't know, but we need a doctor. Yeah, gotta have. We got one really sick person. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're doing Dave the typing. <laughs> and he's the doctor. <laughs> you can't tell the difference between 20 and 200. But it's not 200 if you're a, a, a charlatan. It seems like that'd be better, right? The more the more isolated they are, it's it's like you know Joseph Smith going west with sure, Mormonism. Sure. The right. more isolated they are, the more gullible they right. should be. But it's a fine line between uh, not enough people to swindle yeah. and too many people to spread the news of your swindling. You want to find that nice Goldilocks mm. zone of yeah. uh, 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 a town that doesn't talk to each other. Exploitability. A lot yeah, of that's uh, exactly a lot right. of family feuds. Mm. Yes, and, uh, well, he had nothing else to do, so they went to work. He started uh, becoming a, he started doing doctor stuff, and uh, his wife, Minnie, was a midwife. And then... Uh, she, she was the real doctor. <laughs> yeah. She was the one doing the well, real actually, work. Uh, yeah. Because of these uh, diploma mills, uh, they, uh, a couple years earlier, they had established uh, their own, quote-unquote, uh, diploma, like a uh, uh, licensing thing, and she had become licensed as well. As a doctor? Yeah. Hey, wow. See? Equal uh, rights. But then one day, something uh, wonderful happens for all of them. And everybody involved in Milford and maybe the world. All 200 of them? A 46-year-old farmer named Bill Stitzworth, he shows up and he tells the doctor he's got no pep left, you know? He's a flat tire. Oh, he's got no lead in his pencil? Yeah. <gasps> Couldn't get it up. And he says, Doc, uh, is there anything you can do? And Brickley says, you know, honestly, I've tried everything. There's nothing we can do about that. And Stitzworth looks out the window, and he sees these goats fucking, and he goes, mm. you know, it's too bad I don't have billy goat nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm. And Brinkley said, you know what? According to Brinkley's bio, he shook his head at the farmer, and he said the code of ethics his father had drilled into him forever forbade him from any conduct, especially with relation to healing, except the utterly honest and straightforward. According to the farmer's family, Brinkley offered him hundreds and hundreds of dollars <laughs> for this surgery. And two nights later, Bill Stitzworth showed up in the middle of the night so no one would know. He got naked, he laid on an operating table while Brinkley scrubbed up. Oh, he, sc oh he scrubbed up. Mm -hmm. He cut open the man's sack, then he cut a little slit into his testicles, and in each testicle, he made an incision and inserted a goat testicle, grafted it up, he said, and sewed the man's balls up, and the farmer <laughs> oh, it, was gone. It was a graft, all right. <laughs> Wait, it was a grift. It took 15 minutes. <laughs> did he now have 15 four? 15 minutes? Mm -hmm. Did he have four nuts now, or did he remove the human nope, testicles? he left the human nuts. Intact. And he, and, oh, yeah, you gotta add on. So and now I, he's got four nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two he, is, he, is, he has two nuts and it's two nuts. But the thing nuts. is, is that you have to add the uh, the tubing the, from the nut the tubing. to the other tubing that's coming from the human nut. And you gotta mind the gap. And you gotta mix the nuts. Do from, you, John? Yeah, you do. You gotta mix the goat nut with the human nut so you can have a half goat kid. Whoa, like goat boy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then you become the goat right. of all time. Yeah. So he, this man now had four nuts, two human. He had two nuts in his two nuts. Mm -hmm. okay. So he, he he made an incision on the in the in the testicles, and in the incision he the inserted. He made an incision. You're saying what, the he testes cut open went the inside testicles? the testes? Yes. Okay. Okay. The, uh, hold on, yes. Hold on. I got So it's like an enchilada. Yes, John. Yes, you're so it, it's it's not. We gotta paint a picture for us. Yes, this, no, I mean, no, we have. No, it, well, it, no, I'm just putting nuts it together. inside. He nuts. didn't simply. He didn't simply throw them in the sack. He did not throw the nuts in the sack. It's not a grab bag. He implanted the goat nuts. Mm -hmm. He had inside his own human nuts. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's very. Wow, good. that really is fucking some. Next level shit. So at first, I, I I was under the impression that he cut both the balls out and he put these balls right. in. Mm -hmm. um, your, your standard go nut swap. And you know, if 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 you do that incorrectly, a man could still make sperm and and have a kid. Uh, but I, upon reading about it more, no, uh, what in fact he did is he made an incision into the the balls and then he put a little ball in each of them. And according to him, he grafted them together. That's bullshit. Sewed up the sack, and set the man on his way. Did and, now. Um, he sent the man on did his way. Did he chloroform him, or did he put him out in any way? I it didn't say for this first surgery, but eventually that was uh, part of the procedure. Two weeks later, the farmer came back with a big old smile on his face. No fucking no. way, dude. And he said... There's no way. It works. There's no way. I fucked my wife, he says. And she's a pig! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's what the fuck my pig wife was some go nuts. <laughs> oh my god. And now if it didn't work, that farmer's gonna be too embarrassed to tell anybody. Yeah. But it worked. And so he started telling people. And then more people started showing up. And then suddenly Brinkley had the hospital you went to when you couldn't get it up. Wow. Oh my god. Uh, a, a couple months after this, he went back to Chicago to take a, a to brush up on surgery. Yeah, he took yeah. a surgery course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the professor failed him, uh, saying he barely attended, and when he did, he was drunk. <laughs> and he smelled like shit. And uh, Brinkley didn't seem to mind, and he told the professor, I'm not worried. I have a scheme up my sleeve, and the whole world will hear it. <laughs> That's just your opinion, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's he's making all, all... Everybody's coming from all over to get the figure out how to get their dick up. 1918, he opens a 16-room clinic in Milford. 
Good it, Christ Almighty. Where there's only 200 people. Yeah. Well, again, there's another well, well, 800 balls. Well, fucking going yeah. on. Well, we got a train station here in Milford now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they, well, they had a train station. Uh. And so what he does, he becomes the toast of the town. Uh, he's fixing everybody's impotence, but when they're out of coal, he, he buys extra coal. He helps fight off the Spanish flu when it sweeps through the area. Uh, and then, when you know it, he discovered that his gland surgery solved 27 different problems, from, from emphysema to flatulence. Oh, Whatever you needed. You could have a ball put in you and to take care of it. So if I have emphysema, I can get a goat nut. Uh-huh. Come Boom. harder than I've ever done. Yeah. And then also cure my emphysema. Uh-huh. Because and start smoking two, three packs a day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And wouldn't you know it, right after he opened the 16-room clinic, Mrs. Stitworth showed up with a brand new baby boy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it went bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brinkley, uh, ever, the, uh, ever, uh, ever the, the salesman, he claimed the, his operations had a 95% success rate, but they worked less well on the stupid types. Oh, yeah, well, they don't fucking know how to <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. no matter yeah, what. Yeah, 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 they got shit for brains. <laughs> now so, that, you can't, you can't just put a goat nut in so there. So now Miss Stitworth shows up with a baby. Uh-huh. No trace of goat in it. Right. Is there a beard or a, or a Fu Manchu? Is there, is there, <laughs> nope. is there nothing is Normal human baby. Okay, all right, They fine. take a picture, Brinkley Will takes a picture. Cans? Now, <laughs> when Brinkley holds it up, does the circle of life play? <laughs> or does the music from The Omen play? <laughs> when, he, when he holds it up, someone takes a picture, and he puts that advertisement in every single paper he can find. Good saying, Christ almighty. It works. The goat boy. And he's slicing. <laughs> the goat open. boy lives. He's slicing open. Nuts. Te- Stri- like, Stri- this, this is the, I mean, for, you well, know, well, for you uh, non-testicle or, or scrotum owning people listening, listening out there. And now what are they called? Well, I don't, I don't want to judge. I mean, you, you don't know, do I'm Giando. Pro- I, I'm politically correct. Oh, I don't mess with Giando. And now, Aaron, you've owned balls your whole life, and you didn't know they were hollow inside? <laughs> and you can easily place a goat nut in it? <laughs> it fits delicately. I right thought in. you were a psychosexual sadist uh, master of perversion, Aaron. I know, dude, my, my nuts are filled with nuts. <laughs> and actually, pee is sort of in the ball. Yeah, that's, that's exactly sterile. right. Yeah. So, yeah, so every time you did this, surgery, the pee yeah, would come pee out. Pee everywhere. Yeah. But it is sterile, so it well, you got to get it in there, uh, you know, right after the bathroom. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah. right. And, that's and, probably why it works. Mm-hmm. It just he pissed these people. Well, you jerked them off. <laughs> and stored and, all the nuts. Yeah, they sold pissed, it on the back of it. They the- pissed all over him. It happened to be shit. Because uh, <laughs> of the fistula. Yeah, and then they, he filled it with goat nut. Oh. So, uh, it's an easy process. Wait, so yes. I just, I really got to paint this uh, oh, picture because for me, yes. it is, this, this is, you know, uh, Nazi surgery-esque. Sure. Uh-huh. He, he's slicing open the... T- the scrotum is a sack for your non testicle uh... <laughs> Maybe you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's solid. <laughs> Mine's a purse. Mine's a lockbox. <laughs> <laughs> huh? And you have the key. <laughs> in my head, when you first said this, I thought, oh, he slices open the sack. Tosses in it. And throws in a couple extra nuts. Because well, well, that's logical. It, yeah. Well, Sli- we're rational men, Aaron. Of course. <laughs> I mean, you're not doctors. Though. But we're not doctors. Because this guy's a doctor. He goes, I got to put the nut in the nut. Yeah. A tesseract nut. That's right. It's a four-dimensional nut. Hypercube. Well, I mean, let's say that Hyper nut. Let's say that man, let's say the man leaves and he's got two extra weird tiny little balls. You know, maybe he doesn't won't believe in the operation then. You know? Yeah. 
Right. Oh, right. It's a, the placebo nut effect. Yeah. Plus, it'll hurt extra bad when, you know, the old madam doesn't want to have some goat baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your nut tastes like grass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, he would... Uh, this has been... My, I, 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 it took me a long time to figure this out. N- n- almost no... Until, it's not really described what happens until the end of the story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Then that's where I... Finally figured it out, which what I think happens. But this is what I'm telling you. Uh, this was the sale. This is what he was saying was yes. happening. So ah, uh, we gotta hang. There tight. might be something more to it. There's really not much. It's 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 pretty straightforward. He's putting a ball in a ball. But we'll get to it in the next episode. But okay, so I want to get through this. So uh, the ball was made of Viagra. Yeah. So with more and more patience, uh, a second goat baby was born. Uh, uh, he started working on women. He claimed to heal a paralyzed six-year-old woman by replacing her ovaries with goat ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> and she was paralyzed? Well, not anymore, John. That's the beauty of the goat ovaries. <laughs> Maybe he just had some... I think he was fucking all these guys' wives. He might have just been... Uh... You probably had that paralyzed girl sit on one of those. Man, your husband's those, not uh, smell those, like shit, those huh? Those tan, tanned leather early sipients. Yeah, yeah. With like early electricity. That's what I would guess. Tanned leather. Well, you know, it's not too far away from the early, you know, the first place that uh, testosterone, synthetic, quote unquote, synthetic testosterone was derived was from bull testicles. Right. right. They ground yeah. up bull testicles and they fucking shot it in. And, and, and the belief was that testosterone was the thing that was going to help uh, keep you alive from age 70 to 100. Right. And these, uh, quote unquote, glands, he was not the first guy. There's this man named Serge Vonarov who became huge all over Europe for performing gland operations that would keep people uh, alive uh, supposedly virile, mm-hmm. right? Virile and to the point where doctors were doing it all over the world. Uh, the same thing, or, or not sim- exactly? They similar. were doing. They were using glands for different things. There's a story of one doctor in Chicago, who uh, a student of his, the one, this man Morris Fishbein, who will become prominent in the next episode, goes to him, and the doctor says, "Hey, check this out." And he opens his coat, and his the side of his body. Is ribbed with dozens of glands. But you mean nuts? <laughs> yeah. And he's saying, I'm gonna live forever. I got these. Look at this, this is nuts. Check it out. Yeah. This and, is for her I, pleasure, also. Yeah. <laughs> he's ribbed. He's, these are not abs. <laughs> these are the nuts of every conceivable animal. <laughs> I got rhino balls. 69 of them. I got raccoon sack. You know how hard it is to get away from a raccoon? They have hands. They have thumbs. <laughs> so this you guy steal just was... steal from a raccoon. <laughs> steal from me. Implanting. Yeah. Under the impression that... Uh, what they would do, they would do things like uh, prisoners on death row. Take their balls. Good Christ put almighty. Take their balls. Put them in other people. Yeah, uh, Monkeys. Take the monkey balls. Put monkey balls in other people. The prisoner going to the to the death. Yeah. Right. So now you have murderer balls. Yeah. What, like beneath your nipples? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. Holy fucking I put them right underneath my nipples. I had yeah. a big, fat fucking nipples. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I can murder that ass. 
ass. My nips are ejaculated, and I feel like a real woman and a man. <laughs> I, I, there's, there's a lot more of that I can go to. Maybe I'll save it for a Patreon and go into like the history of fucking. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Male wet nurses. Yeah. yeah. So now he's uh, he's getting more and more. He's blowing up. He, he's he he <laughs> has from all the tests. <laughs> <laughs> but he's getting, he's getting more and more patients, getting male patients, female patients. That that Christmas, him and Minnie stand on the roof of the clinic and throw frozen birds down to everybody in town as a way to say like, "Hey, Merry Christmas!" You, frozen you, birds? Yeah, like turkeys and chickens. Oh, and, not like, yeah, 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 like yeah, a yeah. message not to not the mayor. Frozen canary. Yeah. yeah, the last guy that ate my bird <laughs> fucking shot his cat. <laughs> but also with all of these patients, he's uh He's starting. He starts operating at all hours of the night. So sometimes he's a little drunk. Sometimes mm. he's handing off the surgery to his employees who don't have medical degrees. Sometimes he starts chopping the glo the goat gland up in different ways. Oh, like you gotta chop it up. Slivering them like garlic or mashing them together before he puts them in. Hey, what? This is good science. He's I'm just sorry. trying stuff out. Sometimes he doesn't even craft them. Sometimes he will. At this point, sometimes you know, he'll just leave a couple. I, a lot of times I put the note in whole, <laughs> and, and then I figure to myself. Maybe you're only getting like 15% of the Maybe nut. you gotta uh -huh. and then juice you, it. You you probably, got, if you're not juicing yeah, your nut, yeah. if you're not making nut milk, right. what are you doing? Yeah, what are you even doing? Like, I mean, <laughs> that's the, you're wasting you, the best you, part of the nut. Do you know, do you know that 85% of a goat nut goes undigested? <laughs> yeah, you're just shitting out all the best part of it. Yeah, you're just nutting out. <laughs> like when you, like, you're obviously just pissing out. <laughs> All of these babies. So what you're telling me <laughs> is that <laughs> my nuts are... <laughs> Dr. Brinkley? Uh, uh, sir? I, I've, got, um, I've got some murderer A cups under these nipples. I was wondering, is my child going to murder people? Uh, sir, I'm vegetarian. Could I get grape nuts? <laughs> <laughs> and does that make my cum apple jacks? <laughs> but it's funny because they don't taste like apple. <laughs> Grape nuts. Apple jacks. So um, one thing he Got does, jacket. he starts working on a form of uh, vertical integration. Uh, what they, uh, he, he opens up a goat farm uh, well, next you know, to his hospital. Because what would happen is the patients would bring a goat. And they would say, cut the balls off, I want those. But now he has a whole farm, the patient stands at the window pick, and says, pick your own goat. I want that goat. That's the goat. It's like, you know, go to Red Lobster. And, and, yes. and, 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 you know what the sweetest revenge is? is now the cows were smiling at the goats. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all those Don't poor uh, assholes. Anyways, doesn't, doesn't seem like you're enjoying it so much now, are you? Well, you want me to go into this building? Okay. <laughs> There's probably a bunch more goats in here for me to fuck, right? Hey! <laughs> hey, you guys, you guys ever see that country, no country, movie, no country for old men? Don't you know I'm the symbol of the devil? <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, not long after setting up this goat farm, he's accused of stealing goats. Jesus. Well, he's cutting, they can't yeah. reproduce, cutting off out of the nuts. Yeah. Uh, you gotta let the goats fuck. You gotta get let the goats nut. So they can pass mm -hmm. on the good nut genetics. Mm -hmm. That's right. So that you can that you, you're, let you're killing the geese with the golden yeah. nut. You can't yes. have. Uh, you can't open it up. Anytime you isolate a gender, it's bad and it's not fun. In, 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 Whatever, dude. In, in any <laughs> gathering, you know what I mean. I'm joining the navy. <laughs> it's just not good.
You gotta let these goats have a bunch of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you floozy do. goats around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, loose goats. Yeah. Uh, but he's, uh, he's getting uh, well-known. He makes a trip to Chicago, where he performs 34 operations on various judges, clergymen, and politicians. <sighs> Holy Fuck. fucking shit. He goes and makes a speech in Connecticut, where he says that while he yet uh, can't cure the blind, six months from now, I think I'll be able to. <laughs> he goes back to Milford. He builds a bigger, larger hospital. He lines the city with sidewalks and a new sewer system, a new post office, new Little League jerseys. The team's called the Brinkley Goats. No fucking way. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he paves the two-mile road for, uh, from the, uh, the center of town to the train station. He installs electric streetlights and a new bank. He tries to start a zoo, but he gets a bear, and the growling was keeping him up at night, so he shoots it. Did he take the nuts? <laughs> he did not. The town only stopped him when he built the church and tried to name it after himself. Yeah, well, you know, the town only just wants the bare necessities, I mm. guess. <laughs> Go on, Aaron. <laughs> you know, implanting goat nuts into human nuts. Mm-hmm. How different is it than putting silicone bags in to ladies' tits? In essence, yeah, there's a, there's a similar thing to it. Sure. Yeah, they both get men effect. hard. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it is very weird. It's it's a little strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little worried about the eye surgery. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I'm thinking about these square-eyed blind men. They're like, huh, I only see evil everywhere. <laughs> evil things to do, and I, I only see every every person's death that I touch. <laughs> You're gonna die in a very horrible accident. <laughs> well, I mean, the thinking for that would have been like, okay, if we replace their balls, then the new balls would give them sight. He wouldn't take the eyes out. Oh, the, oh, the, it, it would be ball adjacent sight. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Uh, Not sight. So uh, by now, in Milford, in uh, about 1920, he's bringing in 50 operations a month at $750 a piece for about half a million dollars a year. Good Christ. Today, oh it's about $10,000 an operation and $6.4 million annually. Now, he must that, have been 3.2 million a night. He must <laughs> have been worshipped in this town. Absolutely. Of 200. Absolutely. He's a, and it he, must have been working. It was. Enough. It was working enough that he was worshipped. Yeah, you got new streetlights that are like have a, like a weird goat motif. <laughs> you know? And you go down to the, the square eye. City center, right? S- square eye for the straight guy. And and <laughs> everybody wants to taste your goat nut because you mm-hmm. are the guy that started it all, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And now maybe Millie is, you know, getting weird because he's like probably he's probably crushing ass like a psychopath. <laughs> he's he's not. He's not. He well, not, he didn't. He can't do the surgery. As, as far as anyone, he never. He God. he loves his wife. But he never. Ain't that a wife. bitch? <sighs> now he's not. Got Ebola, doctor. Got Ebola. Fuck. Damn. If only I could be here. Now, uh, he's not so big that, uh... <laughs> not yet. That hurts. <laughs> now, so, so sometimes people do die. So they, they go home, and five days later, uh, maybe they die. Uh, you know... because yeah, he lifts some straw in their fucking sack. He does he have hammered. to... He does have to sign some death certificates at the hospital, but the number is not yet known. The operation's uh-huh. not so big, they don't... Because if, if someone... We've always been a town of 100 or, was it 20,000 or... I go by the nuts, so... <laughs> I just know who I like. Plus, so if you if you operate on someone, they go home five days later, they die. Who said, who's to say it was you? Exactly. They could have been dying of tuberculosis. Or maybe they were already, plague. yeah, exactly. I think it was that wife of his. <laughs> Sucked the life right out of him. 
1922, he gets his first public challenge. Harry Chandler, eccentric owner of the LA Times, makes him an offer. He says, Hey, that's a big name. Yeah. He says, Put goat glands in one of my editors. Oh, for Christ's sake. And if it works. Not me. If it works, I'll make you the most famous surgeon in the country. And if it fails, I will damn you with the same gusto. Wow. So Brinkley shows up. He performs surgery on the editor, declares success. Then he cuts up a judge, then a bunch of Hollywood stars, and then he puts goat balls in Harry Chandler. No fucking way. That's a rumor, but I, I want to believe it. Yeah, he just shoved him right up his ass. A- April 9th. <laughs> I didn't tell you how I'd get him in you, pal. <laughs> you just boofed him, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually the best way to do it. You have to blend it or anything. April 9th, 1922, the L.A. Times headline declares, A new life in glands. Dr. Brinkley's patients here show improvement. Many victims of incurable diseases are cured. 1,200 operations are all successful. He makes $40,000 immediately in L.A. Oh, my God. With Harry Chandler, he tours Harry Chandler's new radio station, brand new, the first ever radio station in L.A., KHJ. Really? The Chamber of Commerce offers to build him a $100,000 hospital if he would just move to L.A. Please, for the love of God. But the California Medical Board looks over his resume and Typical finds it's full of lies. Bureaucracy? Typical left-wing you know, I got a, a young upstart entrepreneur from the heart of the country can't come out here and start his own honest to goodness mm-hmm. down home goat nut implant <laughs> business. Yeah. Uh-huh. We can't have our streetlights regu- with goat eyes, I guess. Regulations, I guess, in your liberal utopia go on living with your normal two human nuts. Let me guess, they were Jewish. <laughs> well, so Brickley returns to Milford. He's angry and he's looking for a fight. He knew he knew that the American <laughs> Medical Association talked to the California Medical Board, and that's why he wasn't approved. What he didn't know was that the AMA had an employee named Morris Fishbein, who would spend the rest of his life bringing quacks to light. And he had heard about Brinkley through his pamphlets, and he was on his radar. Really? But Brinkley had an idea, an idea that hit him as soon as he saw that radio station. Harry Chandler was his Prometheus. The fire was the radio. In 1923, John Romulus slash Richard Brinkley breaks ground on his radio station, and what would happen over the next 20 years would change politics, advertising, radio, and music in the United States forever. He was goat nut Rush Limbaugh. Wow. Wow. Part two, I cover that. Jesus Christ. That's so cool. What a fucking wild time. That is crazy. And the way you capped it off with anti-Semitism was perfect, John. <laughs> well, it was it was it was it was rife at the time. It was rife like. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um and then um, I'm trying to bring back like the anti-Chinese stuff, right? And, and with the guy's name was Fishstein. Fish, <laughs> fish. De- <laughs> def- definitely a uh, gentile. <laughs> John's face. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sounds like a real lover of Christ the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Fishstein? Fishbine. Fish what are we out of our minds? Fishbine, I'm talking goat nuts. Fishbine? <laughs> Can filter fishbine? Oh my god. Anti-Semitism was an old-timey thing. Back when they were uh, 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 freezing Walt Disney's head. 
It's gone away since. Totally over. <laughs> but back then, it was uh-huh. rife like. Yeah, yeah, rife. Um, <clears throat> oh, are this... you talking about my rife? <laughs> Take my rife, please. <laughs> Man, this is so stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once again, I mean, I mean there's a billion and a half people that will never suffer this because of the Google ban in China. And more speaking English. And, and yeah. thank God. That yeah, they, thank God. Thank yeah, you, thank you, thank Google, you, for thank, being... Um, thank you, uh, uh G. G. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know what his name is. Um. Also, uh, fuck you. You've got you're, you're imprisoning a bunch of Muslims and shit. Yeah. Fuck them. Allegedly. No. Atrocities galore over there. They're yeah. Not, they're not even giving them new balls. Yeah. I mean, maybe that'll work. Maybe. Man, this is really wild. I can't believe I've never heard of this before. I know. It's, this is like the glory of the show. Can't, I it's cannot the glory believe of, that I have not heard about testicular goat implantation. I know, I know. Crazy. Yeah, and I'm when you that that must have been the moment you were like, oh yeah, when when it got to the nuts. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah yeah. Uh, sexual organs and animals. You knew me. Yeah. And, you knew me and Aaron were gonna <laughs> yeah. be like uh, fucking trained <laughs> fucking dolphins. <laughs> that like the theme of uh, animal nuts uh-huh. is to me and John yeah. what the surgery was to all those men. Yes. It, yeah. it makes me hard. Yeah. hard as a rock. Oh mm-hmm. dude, goat nut is our catnip. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> catnip. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I mean yeah, our yeah. shot catnip. Yeah. yeah. Cat, cat was assassinated. Hey, <laughs> It was murdered in cold blood. Mm-hmm. It's doing its thing. It's eating canary. It's normal. It's the mare. It has a monocle. It has a top hat. It has a bow tie. <laughs> Places to be. You, you know, it's. <laughs> but I mean, according to one of the one of the books, it was very much Tyson esque. When he was a kid, he had a pet pigeon that was killed <laughs> by a dog, and so Tyson esque. <laughs> You know that story, a little story, Tyson. Really. I do know, but I know, I know all about Michael Tyson. Yeah, very Tyson-esque. I'm a faithful myself. It's a tyson tale as, as Mike of Tyson abuse and servitude uh, and yeah. mentorship <laughs> and, and redemption. Me not to sound like a narcissistic motherfucker or nothing, but it reminds me a little bit of a story about a man named Mike Tyson. <laughs> I gotta say so it's myself. Quite Tyson-esque. It, uh, that was yeah. just so good. I can't wait. It was so good. Part two? Oh, part two is... It's oh. gonna kick it up a notch. Oh, uh, my I, God. I bet right now it gets kicked up a notch. I bet the goats fucking nut hard. The goat men nut, <laughs> nut harder. harder. Yeah. And the child goat people, the centaurs we all know and love to this they, day, they that have to rule, run, run the world and goatees yeah. and stroke them as they think about false medicine. That's right. Those guys nut the hardest. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And then the Chinamen come in, and it's just a mess. Oh, and don't, don't get started about the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope there's gay dudes, too, man. Oh, Please. Wow. That's Please. World War IV. <laughs> <laughs> well, because World War III was obviously the Chinese robots yeah, with yeah. all the fucked up backwards knees. Right, right. But, but then World the, War IV oh, is the, the goat head, centaurs. The, the, the head-butting goat men. Yes. And they also, the hind legs kick. That's Ooh, right. right. That's right. Yeah, and then, because, and then because there might they, be a sneaky Chinaman under <laughs> That's right, but you know what the centaurs do? The centaur human goat hybrids, uh-huh. they start harvesting uh, people for their nuts, and they implant them their nuts into their nuts. That's right. That's oh. right. Oh, Jews, it, Chinamen, no, whatever, no, 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 they don't no, no, even no, care. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Because then you get a turducken of nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a yeah. three-layer nut. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, you know, in like uh, in, in like high school science class, they have like that cutaway of the earth and like the <laughs> yeah, layers. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yes. like well, outside is the centaur nut. And <laughs> then there's the man, the mantle is now the goat nut. The, the, the fragile human nut, <laughs> now the deep, incel the shit. The deep center, the hot molten core. Now that's the China nut. <laughs> and in the middle. It all comes back to the goat. It's the goat. You know why? Because they get to the top of the mountain. Yeah. Sheer determination. It's not from eating trash. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I mean, well, I'm a Capricorn, so I am the goat. Oh, and, you're a Capricorn. And I eat and drink trash. You do uh-huh. eat. And I shit. am also the top of the shit heap. And your, if I do say so myself. And your nuts are the toast of the town. Oh, it's the glory that keeps on giving. I must have bursted about several species now. <laughs> goat man? A goat... <laughs> Men goats? I don't even remember. <laughs> stare at them. Why not fuck them? <laughs> not a one sterile. Knock wood. <laughs> I'm going to say that's it. I, uh, think, guys, I think we really we, milked we, that. We milked yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'd we, say so. Yeah, I think we've alienated plague all probably the uh, two-thirds of the human races. Yeah, yeah. Uh... How does the white plague escape the molasses condom is what I want to know. That was one thing I was thinking. You know, if you have all that molasses all over your hog, as it were, right? how does the white plague even escape? Well, you, know? you have to shoot harder. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's resistance That's... training. Yeah, it is. That's what I, I put. A, I, I take a tiny. Here's how I do it. I take, you know, the the uh, the eraser on a number two pencil. Okay. I plug up the tip of my <laughs> penis with that, and then I furiously masturbate until it I can. Fires. <laughs> it fires. It creates a pressure. Yeah. That it's, fires. That that. That's exactly eraser. right. And, and I have a gong at the other end of my room. <laughs> <laughs> and then I furiously ejaculate. And sometimes it won't, you know, it, it takes time and Win effort. And tr- it's, it's a Tyson feat. It's a Tyson feat. It it's is. shadow boxing. It's studying game film. <laughs> and then you shoot a fiery, fiery load, and you, 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 the pressure builds inside of your urethra, and it mm-hmm. shoots that that pink little rubber tip. It's a rubber it, bullet. Yep. And no, then it's still it, dangerous. And then it, it either hits that gong and it makes mm-hmm. like the Chinese gong or one of either Penn or Teller catches it in its teeth. <laughs> uh, I, um, I'm sorry for everything that happened tonight. Uh, I apologize I, 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 to all the uh, races. I didn't do anything. The gods of uh, men. Women, I, most I, of this errand started. And it was yeah, dude, disgusting fuck, yeah. and... Uh, no, I did a lot of it. It was really bad. You, you, I, you I, were I, brought, I, I brought in the chosen people. I don't know what the fuck I was. First, they came for the goats, and I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> then they came for the Chinamen, and I said, "Well." <laughs> <laughs> and then they came for me, and uh, well, I said, "I said I'd already come myself." I said, "Get out of the way of my gong, fool!" <laughs> uh, I love you. My name is John Fahey. Good night, everybody. Stay tuned for part two. Matt, great profile. Matt, wonderful, filled with everything. Everything I love, and I know every listener from here to Hong Kong is gonna love it. Uh, I love you too. Thank you for dealing with us so much. Rapper so. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night.
Star Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.